Chad and Zay. All right, hour number three, getting closer to the NFL draft. Remember, Plucker's link this evening for Rod and Harge this afternoon, I should say, from three to six. Then Harge will be hanging out at the link location. We'll have a horn personality at seven different Pluckers locations. Go to hornfm.com, find out who's going to be where. Zay's going to be at Lakeline. Our man Ty Henderson's going to be out at 183. I'm going to go hang at 183 a little bit as well. Aaron Hogan at the Y in Oak Hill. Rod Baber, South Lamar. Patrick Davis at Campus. And our man Wags is in Round Rock tonight. I think I got them all covered. All right, Zay, you start every third hour with a beat for the people. I feel like I've recognized this beat. Yeah, you should. Yeah? Yeah, very popular song in Is this around 2006, 7, maybe 8. 06. This, um... Uh, Had a popular dance with it. Oh, that really? everybody could do. Um... Uh, oh, well, wait, well, hang on. Would this be the... I'll just pick a dance I know, uh, that I know of. Is this the Dougie? (laughs) I don't know. It's the only one I know. Teach me how to Dougie. We're going to play Dougie songs for the rest of the show after this, but no. No, no, don't do that on my account. Actually, you can do the Dougie to this. Can you? It's hard to do the Dougie in the chair. I'm not going to lie. I'm not doing it. I feel like I have no rhythm right now, but you can do the Dougie to this. No, this is is Young Jock is going down. Ah, okay. Like you remember the dance, like a little the rock where you rock to one way, oh, and you went the okay. other way. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you probably couldn't do it, no. but a lot of people can. God could. no. A lot of people can. Like a precursor to the dab. Before you just were dabbing, you d- you actually had a dance that went with it. Oh yeah, the dab was bad. That's not good. Yeah, not I never g- liked the dab. Not good at all. So Young Jock is who yeah. that was. Okay. Yeah. The uh, first time I saw the dab was. Terrence Ferguson, who played for the Oklahoma City Thunder, whatever high school prep team he played on, for some reason they came down to Austin and played LBJ, which, again, he was a five-star player. I want to say he had another five-star on his team, but they smoked LBJ by, like, 40. I don't know how Coach Rowland set that up. Shout out to Coach Rowland. That's my guy. But Terrence Ferguson, he hit the dab. Like, he hit a shot, then he hit the dab. It was the first time I ever seen it. I was uh-huh. like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you thought maybe he yeah, had, like, I was like, he had like some... Yeah, what's wrong with this brother? It's kind of <laughs> like Jalen Brunson, like, sniffing his fingers and stuff. It was just, what the what hell is he doing? But it looked cool. Yeah. It's because every when you hit a three on somebody, anything looks cool after you do it. Yeah, So it, it worked. Yeah. It worked. But then everybody started doing it randomly, and then when you start seeing white people do it, you're like, okay, maybe this ain't as cool as I thought it was. <laughs> oh, sometimes that's the indicator, Zay, when you see the dorky white <laughs> folks start to do it. Or just dorky folks. Yeah. Now, is there a progression when is there a progression where like the cool folks and you see like dorky folks? Because there are dorky folks of all colors. Yeah, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. So when a dance craze is starting to head towards Jump the Shark, do you see people of all colors, the dorky ones, starting to do it and do it badly? Does that happen? Usually. I mean, there's there's certain dances where people don't even touch. Like, you don't see too many dorky people even trying the Dougie. The right. Dougie's a little complex. Yeah. But it's not just about my people. Not that my people no, can't be not. dorky. 
It's Anybody about all the dorks. Yeah. When the dorks start to try it, that's when the dance is pretty much done. Right. You could be the coolest dude in the world and still have no rhythm. That's right. You know? Absolutely. That's what I try. That's what I strive for every day. Coolest dude in the room, no rhythm. Yo, I've never seen Michael Jordan hit the Dougie in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. And he is still Michael Jordan. Still Michael Jordan. Yeah, we'll definitely talk a little basketball coming up. We got NFL draft to get into in this third hour. It is an exciting day for obviously a lot of guys. Uh, well, 31 of them specifically. Tonight with the NFL, there's not 32 picks for whatever the reason is. I'm sure we'll have it explained to us at some point. But uh, 6 o'clock coverage tonight for the Cowboys. Miami, Tampa, and Tom Brady. Oh, is that what it is? Mm. Okay, there you go. I hadn't heard the explanation yet. So there you go. 31 picks because of that. Houston will have two. By the way, to get them all out there, Houston has 12 picks total in the draft. Two in the first, two in the third, three in the sixth, two in the seventh. So the Houston's definitely a team that could throw some packages together tonight. They can. Pay attention for that. Cowboys have, as easy as you can understand it, seven picks, one per round. That's it. That's where they That's where they come in. Uh, so uh, that's kind of where things will get started. And, Zay, as far as Bijan goes, Mel Kuyper's last mock draft has him 10 to the Eagles. Uh, McShay is where I hope it ends up, if it's got to be somewhere else. Uh, McShay's got him 21 to the Chargers. So those those are their two last mock drafts. Um, also, what is what's the other position that Philly's looking at? That's not Bijan. Like, why would it not be Bijan? I don't know if he gets taken eight with Atlanta, but who else are they looking at for Bijan not to even be a question? Good question. I saw today at ten for McShay. He's got him taking Nolan Smith from Georgia. Ooh, that if that level of talent fell to them, they might have to consider it. I'm also reading that they're looking interior. Just, yeah, because Hargrave gone. There you go. Just pure blocking and tackling stuff. So is that Jalen Carter then? If he fell, they'd have to think about it. Now, the, 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 I'm seeing in these mocks, he's already gone by 10. But yes, that kind of guy. You, you'd ha- you think they would have to think about him. Um, now, how about this? If you're a Texans fan out there, Mel Kuyper's got you taking Will Anderson at number two. And how about Anthony Richardson at 12? He's got Young at one, Stroud at three. To Tennessee, he and McShay are both saying Tennessee will trade up with, who is it at three? Arizona. They'll trade up to get Stroud, and then Levis ends up in Indy at number four. So is D'Amico Ryan's really going to let that happen? Are the Texans really going to have two division rivals get quarterbacks before they grab one? I mean, Anthony Richardson, he's such an interesting prospect because we know the talents there, the athleticism, mm-hmm. all that, just the decision making. What is what is that gonna mean? Like all the lack of reps that he had in college. We know back in history when they looked at quarterbacks in the past, you better start three seasons. If not, there's huge question marks. Right. Like I remember when oh gosh, Mark Sanchez was coming out of SC and mm-hmm. he had that one year in Southern Cal and he was really good and everybody was like yeah I don't know the Jets took a chance on him and it seemed like it was working out because he had they had those few years getting to the playoffs and stuff but look now you know what I'm saying I I don't right. know and obviously those guys are two completely different players mm-hmm. but Anthony Richardson just you're gonna have to I mean David Mills is there he can win you a couple of games and when will it be his time if the Texas were to take him? It's going to be a work in progress where if Bryce Young 
were to be there, I don't think it would be that much of a work in process. Like I look at Bryce Young as a key guy to be rookie of the year right when he gets Oh, there. yeah, he's got a chance to like, go. That's, I, yep. I, think, I don't think yep. that with Anthony Richardson. Like, how could you? So, I, I don't know, man. I, they do need a quarterback, and I think they would feel more comfortable getting a, a edge guy like a Tyree Wilson or a yeah. Will Anderson and then taking the quarterback knowing that the quarterback draft next year in 2024 is thick also. So, I could kind of see that. Yeah, that's an interesting idea for uh, for Mel there. And for the record, McShay's got him uh, taking Smith in Jigba at twelve um, there, and he's got uh, and he's got An- uh, Anderson. He's got Richardson going to Seattle at five. There's some people that think the Seahawks might go after a quarterback at five. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. The thought being that you know Pete Carroll could deal with whatever you have to deal with in terms uh. of the development. Of Richardson, how about Pete Carroll going to keep this up? He's in seventy range now. Like, is he have like he's talking like ten more years left? If you draft Anthony Richardson, then you're looking for the long haul in my eyes. Yeah, this is a team that was in the playoffs with Geno Smith, and you just paid Geno Smith a lot of money. So clearly, you're expecting him to be there for another three to five years. Why wouldn't you go for a luxury pick? What you need to help you maybe get over the hump. Anthony Richardson's not that at five. Mm, 71 for Pete Carroll. Yeah, 71 years old. That's, that's, that's what point. I'm saying. They, I don't think they're like Super Bowl contender, even with the number five pick. I don't think it would put them over you know, the hump as a Super Bowl contender, but they're closer to that than they are rebuilding. Yeah. That's true. That's interesting. There, there's a lot of obviously interest of who does what, but they're sitting there at five, and with what Gino just gave them, they're really interesting. Because that's we've talked about the Eagles being at ten and being impactful. Seahawks are at five, and that's a. I mean, they're not a badass team, but you got to pay attention to them. They were good last year. Yeah, and then they'll and you know so yeah. What do they put together at number five? Like if if Geno Smith, if you didn't believe in them, he wouldn't have got the money he got. This offseason. Right. No, he showed you. What 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 happened with his QBR, completion percentage, all the numbers you want, they went through the roof. Top of the league. It was incredible. He was top three like the whole year in QBR. Yeah, so I, Anthony Richardson makes no sense to me. If they did that, I'd be like, what are y'all doing? 54% at Florida in 2022 on 327 attempts. That's the big concern. And if I was Geno, I would give those guys that Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love treatment. I know Geno's not that type of guy. He damn sure doesn't have the right. talent as Aaron Rodgers. But I'd be salty. I'd be really salty. Like, yo, we were just in the playoffs last year. We could get somebody that could really help us, maybe on the defensive side, maybe, yeah. you know, offensive linemen that could help protect me so I don't have to take these shots from Nick Bosa twice a season and other guys that are, you know, like, come yeah. on. No, I don't think they need a quarterback. I, I agree with you. I think they're going to do something else. And they obviously, because of Walker, they don't need a running back. They're not yeah. going to be thinking about Bijan or anything. They need to get something of substance, I would think, at number five. Um, what about the Cowboys? Where do you think they're going to end up tonight with 26? You think they're going to just wait at 26 and then take what's there? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, if I were them, I would go O-line. Because I don't think Bijan's going to be there. Okay. So that's just tight ends. Nah, I'm. I'm telling you, I'm. I'm cool 
getting a tight end later on. You're saying wait. I'm good with Henderson Ferguson. I really am. Okay, because Kuyper and McShea both have him taking a tight end. Dalton Kincaid from Utah is Kuyper's pick, and McShea has him taking Luke Musgrave from Oregon State at 26. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that, but I could see you getting the tight end later on. I mean, Dalton Schultz was good for you, but damn, are you going to be missing them that much? Right, but how deep the tight end room is in this draft? Like, do you really need one in the first round? I don't know. Yeah, that's. How would you feel about that if they took one of those tight ends? I think if Kincaid or Mayer is there, that's where they got to go. Okay, I think it's one of those guys. And I, I personally, you know how much I like Washington from Georgia. I love the guy, but he's probably not twenty six value. That's probably not where you take him. Um, so I think it's one of those, if there's one of those two guys there, take him. There's a few receivers kind of like the, I mean, like if, uh, if Jordan Addison fell to 26, you know, right. if, he, if he's still there staring at him, I might think about the, the guy from TCU. We talked about that idea. Quentin Johnson. Is that the right value, you know, on the board and everything? I'd like to see that. A lot of times I do go old man and just say, let's go blocking and tackling. But I don't know. Some of the skill stuff kind of stands out to me. Although I do think they need to address offensive line somewhere in this draft. Those guys are getting older by the second and more banged up. And I don't think you can fully trust that entire group of five right now. No. I mean, it's just not, that's not a great offensive line anymore. They're all right. Sometimes they're very good when they're healthy. I don't absolutely trust it, though. I, I really that, like what Tyler Smith gave y'all, though. I love, yeah. He was that, really good. That ended year. up being they, a really good pick. They were able to move him around and stuff and fill different gaps when different guys were hurt. So that was good, but. Yeah. Losing McCover really hurts them. It does. I mean, that's what we're – I'm concerned about that one. Losing Schultz on, on the tight end side concerns me, and then losing McCover and his versatility. He did everything for them. And then, do they have Steele back? I never thought I'd be wanting Terrence Steele, but – I I was listening to – I think he's, I think he is still there. I was listening to B&E the other day, and my guy, Ty Henderson, the producer, my man, he said that – Ferguson was up at tight end camp. You know how that they had the big tight end camp that they always do with George Kittle and yeah, all yeah, those yeah. guys go right. to Travis Kelsey. And he said Travis Kelsey loves Jake Ferguson. Like he could be the next big thing. Ooh, okay. So that's why – and again, just you saw the flashes this year with those guys. You know, you didn't see it completely just because Dalton Schultz it was such a security blanket for Dak Prescott. I mean, after CeeDee Lamb, he was the next, you know, most reception guy. But I – you do need to draft the tight end. I just don't think you need to draft it that early with what you already have. Yeah, no, I got you. That, that don't cost anything. Yeah. Ferguson, those, yeah. Uh, you know, Ferguson and Hendershot don't cost you nothing. Those guys have shown you some things. You're right. Terrence Steele is still on the roster here, so he's going to be uh, you know factoring into that offensive line as well. We'll see what the Cowboys are looking at at – 26. Uh, that'll be uh, obviously coming up tonight. Our broadcast for the Cowboys starts at 6, rolls all the way through 11 o'clock tonight. Rod and Hards leading you up to it 3 to 6. They'll be out at the link location. Go to hornfm.com, find out where we will all be tonight. Heading out to Pluckers for the draft party. Somebody texted us, uh, Zay, one of our favorite listeners, female listener number one, says, I can finally meet Zay tonight. Well, yeah. If you, oh. head, if you head out to Pluckers Lake Line. Lake Line. There you go, female listener number one. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the listeners. Our uh, My man Michigan Dan hit me up, said he's coming out to 183 tonight. 
Plus, I get a chance to maybe introduce two people that I really like that I don't believe I've ever met. You know when you have like friends that sometimes they don't get along, but you get along with both of them? Or family members or something? Right, right. It's not that, that's not the case here. This is just two, two guys I like, like to hang out with. They both let me know they're coming. I'm like, oh my God, I can introduce them to each other. I can introduce Leonard Love to Bobby Brubeck, the former mayor of Maynard Downs, Bobby Brubeck, and Leonard Love. My man, who's a huge, huge Longhorn fan, he's worked all over town. Used to run a run the store, uh, uh, run a uh, a great uh, place out in Elgin uh, when Regulators was there. Shout out to Regulators, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm. Wish it was still there. Yeah. Best wings I've ever had in my life. Really, Leonard's the man when it comes to preparing pretty much any food on this earth, uh, and he's going to come out tonight. So uh, anyway, it's going to be good to see everybody tonight. Get on out to Pluckers, check it out. It's also going to be possibly the last night for this Boston Atlanta series. Zay, do you think Boston can close it out? They'll have to do it in Atlanta this time because they missed the opportunity at home. I don't want them to. I want the Hawks to take this as far as possible. I need a Game 7, man. It's, I don't know if we're going to have one for sure. Maybe the Lakers-Grizzlies could turn to a Game 7, depending on what we see tomorrow. But I hope it does. I don't know. I could see the Celtics just being so pissed off at, you know, just the way they got dominated by Trey Young and the Hawks at the Garden with no DeJounte Murray. Like, they let one slip. And DeJounte's back. That was a one-game. Right? That was a one-game yeah. suspension. Right. And they were up by double digits at one point, and the Hawks still found the way. So I could see Jason Tatum just taking matters in his own hands and going for 50 tonight and ending it. That was a great fight that they put up to stay alive. And then also last night, back to a couple games we hadn't talked about yet, I was so impressed when the Lakers, and I'll admit I'm leaning for the Lakers in that series, but when the Lakers made that thing close, and I think even tied it up in what, late third quarter, I think is when the time frame was? Yeah, it was third quarter. And Memphis stepped on them after that. 19-2, to two, I think, was that run? Oh, 26-2. to 26-2, I'm sorry. It two. started as 19-2, to two and then it didn't stop. That was incredible. They just absolutely blew them away yeah, It was 19-2 to two to in the third, to and the they quarter. continued okay. it in the fourth and became 26-2. That's two. what I'm thinking of then. I didn't realize that the Lakers just kept not scoring there. Um, how much of that for you was LeBron just being out of gas after the previous game? Uh, a lot. A lot. You knew he had a lot of emotion. You saw him yelling and stuff after he had that and one finish on Dylan Brooks to ice the game in game four. And you kind of like, man, that's a lot of emotion that the whole team is showing. And it's going to be tough for them to go to Memphis and try to get one when the team is very desperate, knowing that their season could be over and they're a number two seed. You know, I, obviously the whole John Morant stuff happened during the season, which kind of knocked them back. And then in this series, we know they don't have Steve. Adams, we know they don't have Brandon Clark, and then John Morant hurting his hand. I was really impressed with the performance he put on. Him oh, and Desmond Bain, man. they took matters in their own hands and really stepped up and got buckets last night. So, yeah, going back to L.A., LeBron, he won't play that bad again, and I still think the Grizzlies can make this a series and win that game tomorrow. I think they have enough to – you know, keep putting it on. I thought Dylan Brooks was good yesterday, too. He had some pretty big shots, and his D on Braun, you know, 15 points, say what you want, him being tired, he was still guarding LeBron and making life very difficult for him. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game six, but I do think the Grizzlies could win it and 
force a game seven back in Memphis. Yeah, Lakers are going to try to close it at home, and then obviously Memphis wants to go back to their place for game seven. Crazy, the Lakers wasted a 31-19 and from Anthony Davis on the road. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was rough. He played his ass off last night. He did. Wow, what a game he had. I, again, I'm leaning. I'm pulling for the Lakers in the series. I'd like to see the old guys continue to, to roll, and I like the fact that Davis was playing that well. But overall, nobody really came with him. Like Russell, James, Reeves, they all ended up in the, in the teens, or it was 11 for Russell, but n- nobody really got going. Nobody really got it clicking. LeBron is so good that 15, 10, and 5 is not enough. Not near enough of what he needs right now. And he did look exhausted towards the end. What did you think of uh, of Golden State, the way they beat Sacramento last night to try to set up uh, the the closer in Game 6? Uh, I think the Sacramento Kings missed an opportunity to win Game 3 when Draymond Green was out. You have to win that game. Mm. You have to win that game against a team like this, which I'll continue to say that has championship DNA. They're not going to get flustered. They're not going to get down on themselves. They're just going to regroup and figure out ways to get better and figure out ways to beat you and lock you up so you can't beat them like you were doing in games one and two. And that stomp from Draymond Green on Sabonis that got him kicked out that changed Sabotis. He's not 100% because he's getting out-rebound. He's getting just dominated by Keon Looney in the boards. Yeah, he's just kind of gone in this series now. Yeah, I mean, that 21-10, and 10, all right, but Looney had 22 boards, seven offensive. Yeah. Box him out. He can't keep him off the boards. These last three games, yep. all Warriors dubs. 22. He Ooh. hasn't been able to keep him off the boards. And now Draymond... Now he's motivated because he wants to prove to his team and the world that it's not his fault if they lose the series. How about that 21 off the bench? Oh, he was hitting fadeaway jumpers. He was hitting threes. Him looking to score like that, being aggressive and finding decent shots, good shots, hitting that three, that was was big. What do you do with that? What do you do? Because you're already trying to stop Steph. You're already trying to stop Clay, which you didn't. Both of those Ooh. guys went over 25 points. Clay Thompson, 25 points. Steph Curry, 31. Now Andrew Wiggins, he's back and he's fresh. So the yep. thought about him missing those 25 games in the regular season, will he be able to get acclimated with the team? Will he be able to get his chemistry back with the squad? Well, he's done that and now he's fresh because he missed those 25 games. So he doesn't have the wear and tear that some of these guys in Sacramento, with them, a lot of them being their first playoff time, have. And now De'Aaron Fox, he has that injury, which he was feeling in the fourth quarter. I think he went 0 for 6 from the field in the fourth. And he, you know, he kept grimacing and kept trying to shake off the pain and stuff, kept trying to keep that finger loose. That's a problem. So... Yeah, man, the Sacramento Kings, they had their chance in Game 3 to go up 3-0. They didn't. Now Draymond is back. Now he's motivated. Steph Curry, that was a hell of a finish where he was dribbling out the time, looking like Curly Neal or some stuff, just dribbling it out. In the very last minute, that little scoop that rolled around the rim on Harrison Barnes, and he screamed and yelled, ball game. Now you're going back to Golden State. You have no chance, Sacramento. No chance. I like that they went back and, and timed that all out. Nine full seconds he dribbled around. They couldn't stop him. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think they're about to close the door on them, spe- specifically that they get to do it at home. They're not letting that go by. 
they are not going. That series will not go back to Sacramento, uh, I would imagine. And just like it's a different style of basketball, obviously, but in watching the Bulls run back in the day, Jordan was always. It seemed like it was always going to be Jordan. But when Jordan and Pippen had a great game at the same time, they were so tough to deal with. When you see Clay Thompson do stuff like he did last night, it just reminds you. That stupid, like, let's go to the very corner three. Zay, he chose the tougher shot there. He chose to go to the very edge and knocked it down like it was hot buttered popcorn. No problem. That was incredible. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's one of those nights for Clay. Clay Thompson has one of the worst shot selections I've ever seen. But for him, it's a great shot. My God. Almost every time. He'll be fading to the left, and he'll still keep the same pure form. Yeah. He'll be fading to the right, and he'll still keep the same pure form. What? He'll shoot it with guys right up next to him. Doesn't matter, contest or what. He doesn't care because in his mind, all I got to do is get it off. You're not gonna, right? You're not gonna shake me up by trying to contest it or anything. I'm too lasered in. I'm too good of a shooter. It's too. I've had too many reps. He's incredible. You know, he's one of yeah. the greatest shooters of all time, and we don't talk about him enough because Steph's there. Right. He's always going to be in Steph's shadow. Yeah, like if you're right, and it, like, like if Steph's the greatest shooter ever, and if Dame Lillard is the second best shooter, like say right now, mm-hmm. where's Clay? Four? Nah. Three, four, five? Nah, I would still put Ray Allen, guys like that in front of him. No, no, right now in the NBA. Oh, in the, uh, in the NBA. Right. right now. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. he three? Yeah. Four? I don't know who four would be because who three would be if it's not him. Steph Lillard. Yeah. Who I would say Clay. I mean, when he's like when he's absolutely on is Durant? Yeah, probably KD. Maybe three? Maybe Book. Maybe Devin Book. Devin Booker, the way he's playing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Just because Clay you're not gonna see him dribble. But he's right there. That's true. Yeah. All around. But yeah, in terms of just the pure shot. Clay is yeah. Clay's oh, right my there. My God. Mm-hmm. That was impressive last night. Yeah, I think they're about to shut that door and move on. Tonight, it's Boston and Atlanta. We'll see if Boston's ready to move on in that series. All right, up next, let's talk April 27th, why today matters. We're getting closer to the draft. Get your stems and seeds. There's a lot of things out there today. An update in the NFL about a PED suspension. Plus, we know where the former Notre Dame quarterback is headed. No big shock. We'll tell you where that, uh, where that ends up coming up as well. Stay with us right here on the horn. It's a biggie beat. My ducky, my ducky, my ducky, my ducky, my ducky, my ducky. Chad and Zay. like my ducky. I'm fresh. My ducky. I'm fresh. My ducky. I'm fresh. Yeah, I'm sorry I even said it. It's my fault. My fault. All my fault. He said the other one was a dance, and I said the ducky is all I could think of. Shows you how much I know about dances. I'm sorry. So is this the Dougie or is this just a Dougie? Um, a Dougie. This is multiple Dougie songs. We're gonna play the other one on the next break. So there's two. Yeah, there's two. <laughs> All right, which I'm one? sure there's more Dougie songs or more songs that you could do the Dougie too. Okay, but these are the main ones. All right, what is this one? It's Lil Will from Dallas. Lil Will. His only hit. Okay, but there was a hit. And what's it called? My Dougie. This is my Dougie. Okay, fair enough. Lil Will, the Fat Back Band, Bobby Womack, Rat, and Merciful Fate have all been on the show, plus the great Young Jock Beat to start this hour. The NFL Draft is coming up tonight. Bijan Robinson, more than likely, will be drafted. That'd be a big shock at this point. If we get all the way through it, think about that, Zay. 
If we get all the way through tonight and Bijan doesn't have a home yet, that will mean that Philly, Buffalo, Detroit, the Chargers, who's the other team you mentioned earlier? Uh, Cincinnati, C- we men- that we mentioned earlier. Cincinnati, they would have all passed. The Cowboys would have passed. I mean, Atlanta. Atlanta at eight. That's not all happening. Uh, Bijan probably finds a home tonight. We'll just have to see where that is. How did these quarterbacks end up going? It looks like Young at number one, but after that, there's a lot of different ideas out there. Pay attention, Houston Texans fans, to two of your rivals. Tennessee at 11 may want to come up for a quarterback, and then the Colts are already sitting at four, and they're probably taking one, and they would love to get Levis, apparently. The Colts love Levis, and Tennessee might actually like Stroud enough to come up to get him. That'd be wild. After all that Stroud's been through the last few days, for a team to trade up to get him, that'd be good for his egos, eh? He'd enjoy that. Yeah, which would mean the Ryan Tannehill experiment is over with, and then Malik Willis. I can't even say it was an experiment. What'd you try with him? Did you get a fair shot? Yeah, I guess that's true. If you did that, would you have to go right to Stroud, or could you try to make that a Tannehill bridge to Stroud? I'd go right to Stroud. You just go Let's right to it. waste time. Yeah, probably probably a good idea, especially don't waste Derrick Henry. Right. Don't waste Derrick Henry time. Yeah. Because that, that clock's ticking differently. Let's. That's a name to look out for tonight, too, because we've heard rumors about right. them shopping him just because, again, him being at his age – how much does he have left? And for his sake, put him on a team where he could help them win a championship. Because that Tennessee ain't it. It's not it. It was at one point in time. They were close, but Tannehill, when they were the number one seed, that game that he played, who was that that came into town and just made him look like trash last year or a couple of years ago? Um, Somebody let us know. Specs, Texas. Bengals. Yeah, it was Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati. Those early, early uh, interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Cincinnati. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say, and God help the rest of us as fans if one of those impactful teams we talked about gets Derrick Henry somehow. Yeah. I mean, what if he ends up on a Philly, Buffalo, Chargers, Lions, just listed out? That'd be uh, pretty wild, too. NFL draft coming up. Let's get you why today matters on April 27th. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists, 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, we don't often focus in on deaths uh, in Why Today Matters, but Jerry Springer dying is certainly going to be big for a lot of folks in pop culture today. 79 years old for Jerry, a truly unique television show. Like him or hate him, there was nothing else like it. There will never be anything else like it. Jerry Springer Dead at the age of 79. Uh, today is also the birthday of one of my best friends. My man Rick Sacamano has a birthday today. I do not commit to memory very many guys' birthdays, but that is one I know. I know a handful. Zay, I think I've got yours because there's a famous day in music. Aren't you February 3rd? That's right. Okay. And that's the day the music died, and for some reason you told me that and I connected it. So that's why I know yours. Um, I knew, I've known Kevin Dunn long enough to know he's June 18th. Shout out to K, to to K Dunn out there. He does not want us to know that because oh. he's an anti-birthday guy. But that is his birthday. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Happy birthday to uh, to Sacramento today, Cowboy fans. Leroy Jordan is 82 today. Super Bowl champ from uh, Super Bowl six, college football Hall of Famer at Bama. 
was before my time to remember where he played in college. Alabama for Leroy Jordan. Uh, Kiss fans, Ace Fraley is 72 today. Spurs fans, George Gervin is 71 today. Iceman. Dude, here's a good one, Zay. I can never, ever commit to memory where he went to college. Do you know where the Iceman went to school? Crap. Because it's a tough one. It is not a basketball mecca by oh, any stretch. Oh, gosh. It's not like an NAIA. It's just a smaller school. It is correct. And then I'll give you a little hint, too. It's directional. Small and directional. I'm going to try to commit this to memory. Yeah, I don't know. Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. He's from Michigan. Yeah, he's a Michigan guy, guy. so it kind of makes sense. Also, Herm Edwards, 69 today. Herm went to Cal and San Diego State along the way. I love that he's back as an analyst. I do. I think that's where he needs to be right now. Yeah, he was doing some sketchy stuff over there in Arizona State. But, yeah, I like him as an analyst, too. Yep. Also, Keenan Allen, 31. We were just talking about the Chargers. Do they end up with Bijan? Keenan... Cal, if you don't know the old school, 31 years old today, Zay. Definitely in that area as a receiver where we're on the backside. Yeah. So another reason to get things going with the Chargers. Stop blowing all those leads like you're talking about. Take advantage of Herbert, but take advantage of the end of Keenan Allen. Yeah, and I don't know if they need a wide receiver down the line, but Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, those guys are both injury-prone, and it doesn't seem like it's going to get any better for Keenan Allen because Father Time, that's going to catch up with them if it hasn't already. But yeah. yeah, one of the best route runners in the game, has sure hands, and one of the most underrated receivers in the game, Keenan Allen. Yo, back on Iceman, Chad, yeah. did you own – that Iceman legendary poster where he was sitting on the ice uh, no. chair with I knew- like the two balls and he had his legs crossed. I, remember, I had a couple friends that had it since I was a you know I was a Mavs guy. Right, I yeah. wasn't gonna have it, yeah. but I loved it. That's one of the best posters. Oh, that's that to me. My lifetime. That's a top ten basketball poster for sure. My pops had it in his coach's locker room or yeah. coaching office, I mean, mm-hmm. and I would always ask him, yo, can we, can I have that? Can we bring it to the crib? And he would never let me take it down. Mm. He would never let me take it down. I'd be like, what do you need it for? Yeah. You have a thousand posters and a thousand different like memorabilia, different things around your office. What do you need this for? Like, I love these kind of things. And he wouldn't Such budge. a good idea, too. God, that was a great idea. Oh, that's so clean. Yeah, that was good. You're he right. He never liked it. He never liked it. He never wanted to do it because he thought it was a little, you Wait, know. Wait, Gervin didn't like yeah, it? Yeah, he, oh. he thought it was a little zesty having his uh. legs crossed. So, you know, George Gervin, he cold. He cold with it. He, you know, he thought you know, it was a little was too a little, zesty for me. A little zesty. A little zesty, I don't know, but it ended up being a cold poster. I would hope he didn't use the word zesty. <laughs> But in a way, I do hope he used the word zesty. Hey, he might have used the word that you can't say no yeah, more. It's a little offensive. Uh, probably yeah. true. All right, so uh, let's give one more birthday out because, uh, Zay, I know you're a fan. I do not believe she was born in the state of Texas, but we will consider her a great Texan today because it is the big 3-5. In case nobody's told you today, you're special. Lizzo is 35 years old today. What a woman. Zay Collier. What a woman. My goodness. Just a goddess. Just an absolute goddess, a, man. That's a powerful, powerful voice. A voice that will take you to church even if you're not in fancy clothes on a Sunday. Yo, y'all know how I feel about Lizzo. Love that woman. Sexy, sing, dance, got everything you want if for you, a woman. If you want a weird skill, 
She plays the flute. Yeah, and you know what that means, fellas. In the middle of a hip-hop tune. Yeah. You see how she works that flute. You know, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Wow. You know what I'm talking about. Wow. She's serious. Wow, wow. She's serious. She's and got, then y'all could go out to eat afterwards. She's got, <laughs> she's got one of those um one of those those voices where when she hits certain notes, like I feel like I can see ten feet into her throat. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh. When she opens oh, up man. and goes uh-huh. just ma- just one of those singers where when they hit the big notes, they open their mouth like really, really uh-huh. big and wide and the sound comes to you. know what I'm talking about? You're like, my lord. Uh-huh. Yeah, incredible talent out there. And mouth could do some things, I'm yeah. telling you. And I also just enjoy, it's a, there's a bravery to what she does. There's a bravery to... The way the what she does, the way she does it, and the idea that she's conveying to her army of fans of you're good just the way you are. Yeah, that's what she, makes her sexy, man. She don't care what you got to say about her. We right. know there's haters out there. Yep. We know how people have looked at these entertainers and want them to have that petite Janet Jackson type look. Well, you don't have to be talented and have all that. You could be what Lizzo has yeah. and be beautiful and be talented and be sexy and do it all. And, yeah, that's why, like you said, she has a certain cult following and she changed the game. Yeah. Love me some Lizzo. Just make sure if you're going to make fun of Lizzo and her dancers, make sure they are not standing behind you in an alley because you're not getting out. No. That's a group now. Whew. Man. <laughs> I mean, that is some serious, curvy athleticism ready to take you out. Dude, every time I've seen the Saturday Night Live performances or or uh, you know award show performances, that is an impressive group, no doubt about it. Happy birthday to Lizzo, thirty five years old today. Um, and I've heard the latest album. You know, I've got a sixteen year old daughter. So oh I try yeah, to she's keep jamming up. it. Right. Yeah, she likes Lizzo. She's into Lizzo. We haven't seen Lizzo live yet, but I've heard that was a really good show. When uh, I think she just came through in the last year or so. I think Lizzo was in town. Yeah, she was here recently. Right? Uh-huh. She hit Moody. She's hit Moody already, uh-huh. I think. Um, happy birthday to Lizzo and all the rest with a 427 birthday. 427 this year means NFL draft. Get you a couple more notes before we get out of here in stems and seeds, including what NFL team may lose their left tackle because of PEDs for a little bit, and a quarterback Texas may face next year makes a move. That's next on the horn. Chad and Zay. New rule. No dances are ever going to be mentioned on the show again. I'm not going to put myself or any of you into this trap. I created two straight Dougie songs on the show earlier. I'm so sorry. All right, Zay. This is Teach Me How to Dougie. Who's this? Uh, who is this? I don't know. Yeah, it literally just says Teach Me How to Dougie, clean version. I don't know who this is. <laughs> So it's the the uh, mystery artist. What is this? The mass singer? What are we doing? So mystery artist Lil Will, Cali Swag District. That's who this is. Cali Swag District. Yeah. All right. That's a great name, actually. Cali Swag District. Lil Will, the Fatback Band, Bobby Womack, Rat, and Merciful Fate. Okay. So you know who killed the Dougie back in the day? Just 
killed it. Looks like Michael Jackson if he did the Dougie. Um, Baker Mayfield. Baker was good. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him doing the Dougie during his Oklahoma days, like right when he touched down. Now, that's not the Oklahoma in them. That's the Austin, Texas in them. That's that style. That's that flavor that somehow he got from maybe hanging out in East Austin back in the day. I don't know. But Baker Mayfield definitely has swag. He can dance. Because my favorite sports Dougie would be Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson of the Vikings, I think, has the best Dougie I've seen from you an. Seen athlete. him hit the Dougie? Yeah, it's just, it's part became his touchdown celebration like two years ago or last year. That ain't the Dougie. That's the gritty. Oh, the gritty. <laughs> uh, see, I can't even keep him straight. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. All right, now now I've now I've got. I've been thinking of the gritty. We've been talking about the Dougie. Good grief. You remember how Uncle Phil used to throw out Jazzy Jeff on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? That's how they're going to throw you out the uh, cookout for saying some ridiculous stuff like that. Oh, like, oh so man. many times. But I'm, <laughs> it, it becomes more and more true as time goes by that my wife and my daughter are right. Sometimes I just need to stop talking. Oh, you got the gritty and the Dougie confused. Gritty Beautiful. and the Dougie. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I wish we had time to clear, clear all that up, but we don't. Let's go stems and seeds and hit you with a couple things here. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no stems. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. We told you earlier, Tyler Buckner, the transfer from Notre Dame, he is going to end up at Alabama. Longhorn fans, you might end up facing him in Tuscaloosa. Uh, If you're a Texans fan, this is in your division. Jaguar left tackle Cam Robinson is facing a multiple multiple game suspension for violating the PED policy in the NFL. They're looking for the B sample before they give him the punishment, but he could be looking at two, six, or eight games. That's Trevor Lawrence's left tackle there, Zay, that's going to miss some games. That's big. Yeah, very unfortunate because the Jags got a lot of promise this year with Calvin Ridley, where they were beating the Chargers last year. They were very close in that game against Kansas City. You knew Kansas City was going to win it in the playoffs, but they made them work for it, so this might hurt them a little bit. Also, the update, if you missed it, Texas baseball at TCU. They're still trying to figure out times, but they're looking to go Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Keep it right here on the horn. We'll let you know when those games will be played. And if you missed it from women's basketball, Haley Van Lith is going to LSU. Wow. That is that they just became the most loved and hated team in America in women's hoops. I can't wait. Holy moly. I've never I don't think I've ever said I can't wait for women's college basketball. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be a team to check out. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to grab that schedule and see when they're coming to College Station. I, right? gu- I guarantee you that. Um, all right, Zay, tonight, Boston to Atlanta. Do the Celtics get it done? Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, you want to see seven. I do. This is in Atlanta, though. They're going to have to go win on Ice Trey's home floor. Yeah, they better step up and play because they kicked Janet Jackson out. She was supposed to perform tonight. It was supposed to be her concert. This is Janet Jackson. Control. Like, yeah. you know, Rhythm Nation. She's serious. So if yeah. you're going to kick her out, Hawks, y'all better do something tonight. Yeah, if you're going to sideline that smile and that talent, that voice, that show, you better mean it. Better mean it. It better be good. It better be worth it. Yeah, because we know there's a possibility you could see a bitty that night, too. Oh, man. Then you really have a show. All right, Zay, finally... Throw your prediction out. B. John Robinson, where's it going to be? B. John Robinson will be a Los Angeles Charger. Oh, I'd love that. 
<laughs> I would love that. At 21? Yeah. It's going to go all the way to 21. I'm just throwing it out. I don't know. You want, but, a, little, you want but, a little Dusty Baker on that? Little, I'm not sure about that now. <laughs> you had a little Baker Who knows on that. Who going to go? I know I got my toothpick. I just don't want the man to wear green. Call me selfish. Call me a selfish Cowboys fan. I don't want him to wear green. We'll see if Bijan ends up going somewhere. We'll talk about all of it tomorrow. Rod and Hards coming up from Pluckers. The link location. Get out to Pluckers tonight. We'll see you at the draft party. Be safe out there tonight. Get home safely tonight. Right.